Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Cheaper Than Therapy podcast. We are bringing you something different this time. We decided to create a new brand of podcast that's a little bit shorter than our normal one. We're calling this Just the Tip. Yes, that's what we're calling it. Um, we'll be doing this once a week. That it go, it's gonna go with uh, the cheaper than therapy podcast that you usually get on Tuesdays. So don't but worry. But you're gonna get this on uh, I don't know, probably a Wednesday or a Thursday. Not a Friday because Wednesday is when our normal one comes out. Well, we post it up on Tuesday night for Wednesday. Yes. So we don't want to release two on Wednesday. Which is why I said that it can come out on Thursday as well. Okay? Or Friday. No Friday. Why not Friday? You know what? We only have 30 minutes for this podcast. I know, man. So we don't want to get into it. (laughs) Let's not fucking get into this uh, discussion of when we're going to release this goddamn podcast. Anyway, my name is D-Rock. I'm joined by... P-Rock, and we have two special guests, even though one of them chooses not to speak. She chooses not to speak. She's shaking her head no. But uh, introduce yourself, our guest. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Kevin. Kevin Munoz. No last names, man. (laughs) I'm a big fan. I'm talking to you guys like if it's my first time meeting you. It is. And we this have is fans. definitely not going to be a short podcast. Yeah. It only took us like 28 <coughs> times to get this ready. Yeah, but we're going to put this into a two-parter, so <laughs> this should be good. So it's, it's a good one. And Kevin, uh, can you say where you met us from and how do we know each other? Uh, I met, I know you guys uh, the same way you guys know each other. is actually through the AI. Yep. Um, the Art Institute. Yeah, the Art Institute of uh, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Um, I was studying video and film, and I joined uh, the VP Club. That's how you know you went to an art school because they have no fraternities or sororities. They have clubs instead. Mm-hmm. And Pat happened to be the treasurer of the club. Yeah. And that's how we met Pat. And the the same the first night that I actually had like my first conversation with Pat was actually the same night that I met Derek because. Um, we had our, our first annual uh, Halloween film festival that I was running, and I needed to shoot a commercial for it. So Pat, uh, as cool as he is, came out came out of nowhere to like, help me out with it. And then uh, we were going to shoot a short film for the horror film festival, and we shot it here at Derek's apartment, which we are recording live from. That's right. And that's how we met <laughs> Derek. And live that, from Hollywood. That was a good... Uh... <laughs> Recording because uh, I remember telling Derek, I'm like, yo, man, hey, we're just gonna stop by your house and uh, and shoot something for oh, a little yeah. bit. Oh, yeah, I had to work the next day. He had to work the next day. These motherfuckers we, didn't leave till like what three in the morning? Nah, I think it was like four, but we got to your house around like 10 and we didn't finish until like four. And you had to be at work at six, but you know what? Derek was the goddamn trooper and uh, we shot it. We shot it, and it was probably like one of the worst horror films. Oh, yes, it was. <laughs> it yes, sense. it was. There was people in the background that was hiding behind lights. We had a guy, the main character. Uh, 
I guess the story was he's like shaving. He's a, he wakes up in the morning. He's getting ready for work. He was like shaving in the bathroom, and then someone comes and like attacks him from behind. And uh, he needed motivation on how he should be shaving. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> He kept asking us, what's my motivation? We just told him, you're shaving. You're shaving, dude. Just just shave. He's a method actor, man. Yeah, he is. Awesome. (laughs) So anyway, what did you bring us for this very special Just the Tip episode? Uh, Well, back on uh, Halloween night, uh, Pat told me that he wanted to do a top 25 movies um, of the last 25 years. So we we put together our lists. But then we look at our list and we realize this really isn't top 25 movies. This is more like our favorite movies of the past 25 years. Yeah. So we're very biased about our lists. I did not make a list. No, you're just going to wing it. He's just going to wing this list as we go down the line. So his list might be bullshit. It's not, or it may not be ho- we could do that, Or what we could do is Pat says his movie, I say my movie, and then you pick which one you like more. Ooh, I like that. I was just gonna make up shit. I don't like that. I don't like that because because uh, you know I'm never gonna pick your movie. He's never gonna pick my fucking movie. He's never gonna pick. I my am not movie. gonna be biased. I have an unbiased opinion. Okay. <laughs> but so you know sad. what? I'm gonna keep a tally on movies that you didn't pick of mine, <laughs> just so because I want to know. I want to fucking know. So let's go with the first movie. Uh, it's uh, oh, 1990. 1990. The first year. So Pat, you go. What, what movie did you pick for nineteen ninety? Um, my movie uh, is gonna go. It's gonna be uh, Dick Tracy. Uh, it's the movie that had Madonna. Never seen her look her best, but uh, she was looking real good in that movie. And I was a little kid uh, watching that movie. And I, when I was running around the the street in the block, I was running around with my dad's T shirt, thinking that it was Dick Tracy. So that's why I'm like, yeah, I have history with that movie. So that's why I picked that one. Dick Tracy was an awesome movie. I remember that. From my, that, that was a staple of my childhood. So we're not going uh, with quality then? <laughs> See what I mean? This is what I'm talking about. Uh, for 1990, I picked uh, Goodfellas, which happened to be the top movie according to Rotten Tomatoes uh, for 1990. Goodfellas, I think, is like what the godfather was to old school mafia movies goodfellas was more like the modern day mafia um and i mean yeah mark scorsese mm-hmm. you've got ray Liotta, robert de niro you got this ensemble cast you got this great director um you got these beautiful one-shot takes what else um acting was great editing was phenomenal and then to top it all off um i think they they showed something that a lot of people weren't aware of with the mafias back in the day. Like when they went to prison, you saw how they were being catered and they had like the best food. Like I think that was the first time anyone had ever seen that type of lifestyle where you could just be ruthless but still be treated like royalty. Oh. So, yeah. I like it, but uh, I only like the beginning half of the movie. <clears throat> the second half, when everybody just starts snitching on each other and getting killed. No, I wasn't a fan of that. So, between Dick Tracy and Goodfellas. <laughs> They're both uh, gangster hmm, movies. I wonder what one I'm going to pick. <laughs> They're both gangster movies. I That's think true. I'm going to have to give it to Goodfellas for this one. I bet. Yeah. Based on... <laughs> all right, we're going to 1991. <laughs> no, we don't, no, we don't need your opinion. Don't you want to know it's why right. I made my no. decision? No, I don't care. It might we're help good. you down the line in other rounds. No, no, it's good. 
It's good. I don't give a fuck about uh, what you think about my movie, Dick Tracy. I know that I like that movie. I don't give three fucks if How you don't. How did wearing your dad's shirt make you feel like you were Dick Tracy? Because it was a big fucking shirt, and Dick Tracy had a yellow trench, trench coat. coat. Yeah. So I was walking around thinking I was Dick Tracy, all right? I had an imagination. <clears throat> Dick Tracy right? was white. Let's go on to 1991. I don't give a fuck if he was uh, purple. <laughs> All right. Do you know Robert De Niro was in Dick Tracy? Yeah, I know that. How can you bring that up? And he was in Goodfellas. Wait, Robert De Niro? Yeah. You mean Al Pacino? Oh, Al Pacino. Al Pacino was in Dick Moving Tracy. Moving on to 1991. <laughs> yeah, look at this. You see, this is the person who's going to be the judge. <laughs> look at how, oh, look at how loud you are. Christ. Let's go, 1991. For 1991, um, I picked what I still think is one of the best <coughs> movies of all time, Terminator 2, Judgment Day. What about you, Pat? Oh, that's all you want to say? Oh, well, no. Nah, <laughs> uh, Terminator 2, um, it still holds... Uh, I mean, it's it's way ahead of its time. When, when, I, when I saw this movie back in the day, I thought, man, like, I felt like... You know, I was at a young age, but I felt like I was watching a movie, a movie from the future. Like, that's how good the visual effects were. That's how good the storytelling was. And when you watch it today, it still looks good. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, obviously was an awesome pick i know when i was a kid i used to like nitpick at his acting i was like you know if he's such an advanced robot why do they pick a robot that doesn't have an, a good accent <laughs> um but then you look at the movie now and you're like nah he was perfect because of his stiff acting he was a perfect robot um other than that the visual effects when the liquid terminators walking through uh the jail bars still looks good today oh. yeah i think that's one of james cameron's best films well um my movie of choice. This I, uh, should be good. <clears throat> I picked this movie because at the time I was a child, and uh, this movie really uh, hit me in the heart. And uh, my movie was Hook with Robin Williams. R.I.P. Uh, this movie I enjoyed because the whole flying and believing and stuff. And I had a friend on my block that used to jump off roofs, uh, dr- jump off roofs with uh, umbrellas, and not to be Mary Poppins, just so he saw it on the cartoon and he thought that he could possibly do it in real life. What does that have to do with the movie Hook? Well, he believed. <laughs> I believed, and I loved the movie Hook. And when I looked at the list, and I was like, you know what, I have more. Uh, like uh, memory of Hook than I did of uh, Silence of the Lamb. Uh, Slams, there's more. Than whatever, fuck you. Uh, JFK, Bugsy, Thelma and Louise, The Fisher King, Star Trek. All right, you can read. We got it. Yeah. I'm actually going to go with your movie, Pat. I, too, really liked Hook, and I saw The Terminator. But, uh, yeah, man, you got to believe, bro. Clap your hands and... She comes back to life. Right? That happened. <laughs> I think that was in the Disney version. I don't remember that happening in the <coughs> Not a fan. I don't I don't like the fact that you like my movie. <laughs> oh god, so, um, I can't I win with to... this fucking guy. Okay. Moving on to nineteen ninety two. Go Pat. Okay, my nineteen ninety two pick was a a classic made by uh, a classic director named only none other than uh the name escapes me right now 
You made a list. I did, but I didn't put no director's name or anything. Um, hold on, give me a second. Um, I'm just gonna say the fucking name of it. It's Batman Returns. Oh, Tim, Bur- oh, Tim Burton. Christ, your list is Tim Burton's. Um, the reason why I love this movie is because uh, uh, Catwoman. Even though Batman was barely in the movie, because I watched it recently, and I realized that yo, that that movie was just just for the villains because all you see was just them basically just building up the penguin and Catwoman and uh what was the mayor Christopher Walken (laughs) yeah they were just building up these three characters and Batman you just you just see him here and there like he was a second thought and I've never seen that in uh Usually in a, a name, a movie that has your name in it, you know, Batman, you would think that you'll see more Batman, but you didn't. And that's why I chose Batman Returns. <laughs> that's like a third grade book report. <laughs> <laughs> I like Batman Returns, man. It was um, a good movie. 1992 was a hard year, man, because <laughs> I don't know, I'm looking at the, the list of the top movies and I don't like they were all okay. Uh, the one that really stuck out for me, though, was um, A Few Good Men. A Few Good Men. Uh, good director, Rob Reiner. Uh, Jack Nicholson, you know, Tom Cruise, great performances. And, of course, I think that line, you know, you can't handle the truth, is probably, probably like, the most memorable line from a movie that year. Um, everyone knows that, that courtroom drama scene um, and... Just like uh, all the other movies in, in, in on my list, it just it that scene really holds the test of time. Well, I've only seen one of those movies. And that was the Batman one, so I'm, I'm going to have to pick a few good men. Of course, <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Moving on to the no man, swing. I don't give a fuck. You don't got nothing else to say why you picked that movie. Have you only seen the other one? Uh, I just hate the fact that uh, we share a same opinion about something. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Motherfucking fair. And seeing how I can't <clears throat> please you no matter what one I'd go with. You know what? Fuck you. I don't owe you any explanation. You don't. <laughs> 93. You don't. Let's hear your picks. 93 was another hard year because the top two movies of that year happened to be directed by the same director. Uh, Steven Spielberg according to Rotten Tomatoes Schindler's List and Jurassic Park one of the top movies um, that year but holy shit they did both come out that year and um, (coughs) as powerful as Schindler's List was I actually gotta go with Jurassic Park ooh yeah Um, (laughs) Jurassic Park really I think flipped that switch on like modern visual effects um it really hit me because I remember watching that movie, like at that age, at that perfect age. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I mean, Jurassic Park still holds it, man. It's you, you watch it now; the dinosaurs still look amazing. Ah, uh, well, my movie uh, was directed by um, the same guy who did Batman Returns. My movie was. The Nightmare Before Christmas. And the reason why I picked that movie is because 
I remember watching that movie in one day, uh, four or five times. That came out in '93. <coughs> yeah, man. Wow, that was a long. It's ridiculous. Time ago. It yeah. Seems like just yesterday. It does. And I knew how to sing every song in that movie at at the at any time at any given uh, day. And that's all I got to say, man. Um, I really don't want to throw it to this fucking guy because I already know where his fucking head is at. So go ahead. Well, I see what happened here is uh, Kevin actually went for quality (laughs) movies and then you went for just whatever made you giggle. Yeah. No, I went for the movies that made me feel, that made me feel feelings. You don't have For me, man. But I'm going to go. I'm going to go with you on this one, Pat. I I really like that movie. It's a classic. How can you not go with it? It is. It's good for Christmas right. and Halloween. Yeah, fuck you. I'm so Let's go to 1994. <laughs> My movie is a movie that, to this day, um, this is a, a deal breaker. I bring this up to uh, to females and I ask them, say, yo, have you ever watched this movie? And if they say that they don't know what I'm talking about, they're possibly too young, so they don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, or they just didn't like that kind of movie. And if they don't, it's like, uh, it's a negative point. It's a, it's a stroke on, uh, on your back game. So I'm going to say my movie is The Little Giants. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know it's funny, but uh, this movie has a story about just while we're telling you guys about the whole thing about, uh, you know, you're always trying, you're always trying to do stuff and you're failing. It's a David and Goliath story. It's not only a David and Goliath, but it's also a Roadrunner and Wile E. Coyote story. The have-nots... And the halves are going at it. The little giants, man, isn't the name. Oh, they're little giants. So, Kevin, what did you choose? That was that was really touching, man. That was that was deep. Um, for '94, um, that was another hard year, um, but only because I think a lot of good movies actually came out um, that year. But um, I was stuck between Pulp Fiction and The Shawshank Redemption. But I ended up going, sticking with the Shawshank Redemption. Um, I think the performances were great. Morgan Freeman was awesome. Um, you know, the the movie starts off with a guy in prison. You know, he was framed for murdering his wife. So you think, okay, that's what the story is about. And it's just his experience in prison. And then halfway through the movie, it slaps you in the face. And you, you, you realize it's a completely different movie. Now, you know, he's escaped. And... For the second half of the film, he's explaining how he really escaped. And during that first half of the movie, he was already planning it, but you just didn't notice it. So he explains all like the behind the scenes stuff of how he got out of the prison. Um, and it hits you, man. It hits you in dark places. You know, you you realize this guy was really strong because he, he entered some dark places in the prison mentally, but he still came out strong. And it's, it's a beautiful thing. I'm going to have to go with the Shawshank Redemption. I mean, granted, uh, I didn't see any of these movies right when they came out, except for The Little Giants I did watch back in 94. But uh, just the quality of a movie, man. Shawshank was really well done, well executed, well acted. 
and uh, the Little Giants was uh, made for kids. And um, in '93, what age were you in '93? I don't know. I don't know the math. But on were that. you a kid? Were you a kid? Yes, I was a kid. So you were a kid. Okay, let's go on to the next year. <laughs> 95. Let's go to 95. And my movie for 95 is today in the week. The Goof Troop movie. It's, a, it's a, a day that everybody looks for when you're getting paid. It's Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Friday. I'm not going to say anymore. That's it. <laughs> you're not going to say it because he doesn't have anymore. 95. Uh, for 95, I picked what I think is probably the best heist film of all time heat um, Ooh. wow my voice controversial yeah heat was such a great movie um you have two of the greatest going at it at each other uh robert de niro al pacino cat and mouse game uh the scene when they're talking in the diner or in the restaurant i mean and they're just looking at each other really calmly telling each other that you know they're gonna take the other one down probably one of the best most powerful, awesome, kick-ass, badass scenes of all time. And then the actual bank heist itself. I mean, for years, people have been wanting a Grand Theft Auto movie to come to life. You don't need you don't need it because Heat is already that movie. Um, and can I just say, Heat influenced another movie. Um, I'm giving you guys a spoiler alert. Another movie that's later on in my list. Heat influenced The Dark Knight, which is another great film. <coughs> well, I'm going to have to... Find a story on that one. All right. And what you got to say? I'm going to choose. I think we gave this guy too much fucking power. <laughs> I'm going like to choose that he's Toy Story. Down on us. Don't like it. Toy Story? <laughs> Toy Story. I'm going, throwing an audible out there. Toy Story came out this year, you guys. Come like on. Fucking Tannehill. Who, whose life wasn't changed for the better from Toy Story? We all saw it. We all got scared by the baby with the spider legs or something like that. I thought your movie would be Babe because, you know, you relate to a pig, you know, swine. 94. <laughs> 96. <laughs> Boy, does time fly, mm-hmm. you guys. We're already in 96. And um, my movie has uh, I picked this movie because it brought to us a new blockbuster star. That used to be a television uh, actor. That used to be a hip hop artist, the first hip hop artist to ever get a Grammy. Independence Day, and that movie also brought uh, him to South Florida, and he made Bad Boys, Bad Boys Two, and Future, soon to be Bad Boys Three. I think. Not really still sure. Working on it? We talking about Will Smith and the whole Independence Day is uh, aliens versus humanity, man. And isn't that what we're going through now? Since you know uh, Donald Trump <laughs> wants to get rid of all the illegals. So the humanity think about or the white people. I think that's what we were talking about. The aliens it's or a, it's a, <laughs> minorities. It's a subplot uh, in the movie. It's a subplot. Illegal aliens is a subplot in the yeah, movie. Yeah, I mean, hey, just watch it watch it there is so many nuances in this movie that it will shock you promise you okay <laughs> all right so for 96 i picked uh train spotting uh train spotting was 
uh, an attempt by Danny Boyle, who I think is one of the best directors from our generation, to be put on the spotlight. Um, oh, by the way, if uh, anyone's listening right now, uh, Miami Dolphins just scored another touchdown. We're watching the game as we're doing the podcast. <laughs> so we're a little distracted. Um, Train Spotting, yeah, directed by Danny Boyle. Um, this movie, what's awesome about it is it cannot be labeled under any genre. It's funny, but it's not a comedy. There's mo- there's scenes that are suspenseful, but it's not a suspense film. Uh, there's scenes that are full of action, but it's not an action film. Actually, they interviewed Danny Boyle one time about how he would describe the movie. He actually described it as a heist film. And when you watch the movie and you see the ending, you think, okay, I think I could see that. Yeah, but it was only around the end that they were doing the heist. It was like... That whole part was only like... But I think because the movie has su- <coughs> such a big mix of different things going on that it keeps you entertained every second of the film. Um, also, uh, you know, the, the movie had probably one of the creepiest scenes in the movie, the dead baby on the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> Gave me nightmares forever. But um, yeah, I fell in love with uh, Danny Boyle after watching Trainspotting. And t- Trainspotting is a movie that I can watch a hundred times Back to back, never get tired of it. Oh. I'm going to agree. Train Spotting was a really good movie. Um, Too much power. <laughs> I honestly forgot what movie you even played. <laughs> it was Independence Day. Oh, that's right. Independence Day. And don't act like I you guys asleep. never watched that fucking movie. <laughs> oh, Listen, yeah. I watched that movie when it came out. I went to the movie theaters, watched it on 4th of July, and when that movie finished, the bus stopped running, so I had to walk my ass home. <clears throat> that I got history with these movies, man. Is that supposed to... Uh, I'm not trying to go for no passionate. I'm not I'm not trying to go for the swinging for the fences like I'm Ronda Rousey, because I know that I'm going to get knocked out if I do that. Do what I'm trying to do, so I don't... What? Why do you hate women so much? <laughs> Is that what you got out of that? I think that's a self-evaluation, sir. Let's go to two thousand. Let's go to nineteen ninety-six. I didn't make my pick yet. Ninety-seven. Oh, what was your pick? Train spotting. You already said that. <laughs> and why would you pick train spotting? Have you even seen train spotting? Yes, I have. <coughs> Next that's question. All, <laughs> all right. Let's go to nineteen ninety-eight. Ninety-seven. Oh shit. <laughs> Jesus let's go to ninety-seven. <laughs> Uh, for 97, I picked uh, Good Will Hunting. Good Will Hunting is another movie that um, I think the performances were, were really strong. And because of that, I can watch the movie over and over again. I think it's one of Robin Williams' best performances he's ever done. Um, who would have thought? Matt Damon, Ben Affleck winning an Oscar uh, hmm. for, uh, for a screenplay. But um, yeah, I, the movie's just really fun to watch. Um. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> <coughs> Wait, just to just to say something, I can't believe that L.A. Confidential made Rotten Tomatoes number one pick for this year because that movie. No, no, nah, not that movie. But uh, my movie for '97 was a movie that uh, everybody in this room enjoys. We all loved. We watched it numerous times. We have have discussions on it. We have reference to it. We have quoted move. We have. Hey, quoted, listen. We got like three minutes left. On we the have podcast. quoted. 
uh, lines from this movie, and it is Fifth Element. Ooh. Boom. Drop the mic. I'm going to yeah. have to go with Fifth Element on this one, man. Yeah. All right. All right. So uh, this is our uh, Just the Tip episode. This is part one to a two-parter. What'd you say? Black Israelites? Yes, I said black Israelites. (coughs) Well, I'm sorry. My headphones, I got a bit of an echo. (laughs) But uh, this is part one. Uh, Part two will be coming the following week. Stay tuned, everybody. But we will be recording it right now. Yeah, we will be. And just holding it. Yeah. Teasing you. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for joining us once again on this new improved podcast we'll see you later in uh the cheaper than therapy main podcast which we all know runs for an hour or so to fill you up that's not the tip anyway thanks for listening and we'll talk to you later